Hi, welcome to Greek Geeks, the podcast where we talk about all things Greek. I'm Sean. And I'm Colin. Enjoy the show. Okay, so we need to get a new intro. Yeah, well, so that's one of the things we're going to do at our... We have a mark that we're trying to get to. Uh, We are at 912 total listens so far. We're trying to get up to 1,000 listeners. We're trying to get up to 1,000 listeners... And when we do, we're going to release a uh, one, another quiz episode. And even if you don't want to call in and do the quiz with us, you can still do it on, on Kahoot.com. We're not sponsored. We're not, so not sponsored. I wish we were. Kahoot. Give me a deal. Give us a deal. Okay. Okay, so just because we are the Greek geeks and we talk about Greek mythology doesn't mean we can't talk about real Greek history. Today we're talking about the Battle of 300. Or or Thermopylae. Thermopylae is an amazing, amazing way to show how amazing armies can be. I just said amazing four times in the same sentence. (laughs) Well, um, that's a new record. Yeah. Amazing, 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 amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Period. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I did further. Okay, but so this is also this battle is a great way to showcase the way that the Spartans lived. So the Spartans have when they were in their peak, every time a boy turned twelve years old, they were sent to a military training camp and would not they were sent to live with the military and they trained to be a military from the age of twelve and were forced into the military ever for their whole life girls however did uh the dishes and stuff (sighs) sexism in the 800 bc (laughs) yeah i guess (laughs) and so the spartan army is so amazingly good at what they do since they're trained since the age of 12 and it's it's kind of like when you think about the Hunger Games. It's like when you think, oh, yes, I'm going to do the Hunger Games and prove my district great. And so the Spartans are like, it's my duty to fight in the military to prove my city-state is a great. And I'm not going to die at all. Yeah. <laughs> and so, now... At that time, the Persians were getting a bit greedy, and they were taking up all of Europe. (laughs) Yeah. And they decide they want to conquer the Mediterranean. And the Greeks are like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hold on. (laughs) And the Greeks assemble an army, and and they're like, hey, hey, Spartans. Spartans, will you lead our army? Spartans are like, "Why, why would we do that? And they're like, please, the Persians are coming. And they're like... Yeah, we're not going to lead a battle in a beach far away because, first of all, we want to keep our numbers up. And second of all, we're worried that if we have a whole bunch of troops leave, then we're going to have a slave revolt. And and they're worried about the slave revolt is because if the military is out of town for too long, the slaves will be like, hmm, well, there's no one to resist us, so... And they're like, nah, man, we don't want to do that. And then the Greeks are like, please. And the Spartans go, ah, fine. 
And so the Spartans are leading the Greek army to Thermopylae. And, and taking the th- the slaves with them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, slaves. <laughs> they Yeah, they took the slaves with them. And... Mm-hmm. Ugh, okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. They take the slaves with them up to Thermopylae. Now let's talk about the equipment that the troops are wearing. The, the Spartan army was wearing huge heavy bronze plated armor with with small shields and massive long bronze swords the persian army was yielding cloth and wicker cloth and wicker chest plates with the huge shields and tiny swords i wonder what the outcome of this is <laughs> the spartans also wielded spears a lot of the time yeah, I mean, those are great for throwing, but... Yeah, and also great for stabbing from long distances. <laughs> yeah. And short distance, too. <laughs> Anyways, so, the, the the Persians are coming in, and the Persians... Let's compare the sizes of the armies. Okay. So, good army with nice armor. 7,000. That's a lot. Persian Bad. army. The Persian army the greatest army in the world at the time wearing wicker and cloth because they couldn't afford to get bronze for all their 150,000 soldiers that's a lot one of the biggest armies at that time and they launched it all at thermopylae yeah but if they just if they decided to just expend their budget just a little and get themselves <laughs> some i don't know okay armor not even just bad just okay then yeah. they would have demolished yeah the um greek troop but their armor a simple butter knife could pierce it yeah it was made of wicker and cloth i don't know what they expected <laughs> so yeah. yeah at the beginning of the army they sent out um, they sent out a few uh, they sent out only, you know, 10,000 troops. That's expendable. They only sent out 10,000 troops, and they went, and, this, and this, the Greeks are going around lighting fires everywhere to disguise their numbers and put up a lot of light and smoke. And the Persians go, hey, Greeks, you want to surrender now? And the Greeks go, no. And then the next day, the Persians go, hey, you guys want to surrender now? The Greeks, no. Next day, hey, Greeks, no. <laughs> Third day, uh, fourth day greeks please no fifth day greeks just lay down your weapons and leave and we're good just give us your weapons greeks come and get them and so they attacked the persian army attacked on the persian army attacked on the ten thousand of the persian army attacked the seven thousand of the greek army and the greek army only had around 50 casualties and they killed all of the 10,000 Persians that and, got sent. Well, actually, not all of them. Some of them got back. Yeah, some of them survived and retreated. I wonder what they said. <laughs> They're gone. Be warned. <laughs> Run for your lives. Yeah, they were probably traumatized. <laughs> um, well, I mean, these men had complete bronze armor, small shields, but giant swords that could slice you in half. And they were wearing wicker and fabric that's what pretty much 
That's equivalent to wearing a coat nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Going into the army with coats. <laughs> the greatest protection. Yeah. And so the... And so the Persians are like, guys, they're too strong. We need to send out harder troops. And the Persians go, okay, we'll send out another 10,000. Same thing happens. Only around 50 Greek casualties. All 10,000 Persians dead. Great. So 20,000 equals 100. Then the Persians decide to send out their strongest troops, also called their immortals, which the immortals is a group of around 300 men. And the... And every time an immortal dies, the highest ranked person in the army beside them gets ranked up to their position. Yes. So, like, let's say there's a person below an immortal's rank and a single immortal dies. That person below the immortal's rank becomes an immortal. Okay. So, could I please tell the next part? Sure. Okay. So, the Greeks um, pretty much just formed a line and then uh, went back. And then uh, went at the They went troops. back and acted like they were treating. And when the Persian soldiers broke the formation, the Greeks then reformed and attacked them and then just continued to do that and killed them off. Yes. Sean was mentioning that those were rugby tactics. I have yes. never played myself, but um, I play on a small rug on a small kids rugby team. And that is a, a tactic that other people will use. They'll try and they'll go backwards and try and lure you out of your position so that you can dart through. After this battle or mini mini skirmish, the Greeks started building fortified defenses and walls. And the wall was only about this. You can't see how tall I'm entering, like but it was feet. only it was only a, a bit taller than a person, like 10, 11 feet. Six, seven feet. Okay, so yeah. And so because of that wall, every time a Persian tried to scramble up the wall or got close to it, the Greeks would just stab down with their spears and just go well, like that. No, they would um a, a bunch of troops would go over the wall, and then the team would just uh, and then the Greeks would just kill a bunch, and then when they tried to scramble over to retreat, the Greeks would kill them. Yeah, blood, blood, <laughs> and so. Uh, that we're gonna stop for a bit and have a little bit of a break, and then we will come back and tell you what happens next. We're back. The Greek troops have set up this wall on the beach, and the troops can't get over it the persian troops can't get over it and the and after this the persians one of the greek chefs for the army he goes hey hey persians you know if you if you give me some if you give me some money because i'm kind of poor right now if you give me some money i'll tell you about a secret pass in the mountains you can go around the beach so you're saying that this was all due to a chef yeah. They should. <laughs> I will never eat from my robin ever again. <laughs> I don't know. I probably won't, though. <laughs> Anyways, so Due to the, the Persians are like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, we'll give you some money. Tell us where the pass is. And the, the Greek chef goes, <laughs> the Persians go, okay, got it. And the Persians go to this mountain pass where there was only a few Greeks defending it, and they kill off those Greeks really fast, because the Greeks weren't expecting it. 
and now the um and the Persian army is gonna is gonna attack the Greek army from both sides now since they've gone around the beach and the and a few of the people from the mountain pass escaped and were like the Greek Greeks Greeks the Persians the Persians the Persians are coming the Persians are coming <laughs> it sounds like a certain thing I've heard of before. Anyways, okay. So the the Persians come and the well the Greeks are like, okay, we're gonna sacrifice three hundred of our men, and this is why it's called the Battle of Three Hundred. And we're gonna send the rest back into the city well, it, to defend against another day. It was not sacrificing. They decided to do it themselves, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and they were the the point was to cover the tail of the Greeks. Because if the Greeks were fleeing, the Persians could just follow. Their job was to give a head start to the Persians. And so um the Greeks the, the give a head start to the Greeks, not the Persians. And so the Greeks, the three hundred left Spartans are waiting to be attacked from both sides and they do get attacked and they kill off 50,000 Persians just the 300 Spartans killing off 50,000 Persians just think about that for a second if they decided I mean if they're at, they lost like uh, a couple. They lost like a hundred thousand of their men. So I mean, at this point, they could have probably won. But if they grabbed the people and then if they grabbed the men and then guarded more about the pass and more um and split them and then sent them out, they could have probably wiped out a ridiculous ridiculous amount of people but the thing is they didn't and all 300 of the spartans died each one having killed over a thousand men that i think they were set to rest yeah they they had done their job and most likely imagine how many they probably killed before this all yeah because they probably participated in like killing a couple hundred of uh, more from the minor attacks yeah and and the Greeks, the remaining three hundred Spartans died after fighting off over fifty thousand Persians. And the Persians invaded Greece, and the and the Greece was now Persia's until a few uh, a few years later, the Greeks revolted back against the Persians, and defeated them now this story may not have a good nor bad end but it's kind of ridiculous how seven thousand men almost killed an entire army of a hundred and fifty thousand that's that's just uh that that just blows everyone's minds yeah thinking of that it's it's like thinking how long the earth has been around you can't wrap your head around it. Yeah. And that was the Battle of Thermopylae. So we did something a bit different this episode um, because we'd been away for so long. And I tell us what you think of it. Send us a voice recording. Yeah.
a please. We really <laughs> want something to listen to. And we, if we get enough voice recordings, we'll do a whole special episode on just uh, us answering your questions. Yeah. Um, too bad we can't do it in person due to the elephant on the planet, but... <laughs> Yeah, we might be able to. Uh, if you send us a if you send us a voice recording, we'll answer your question. Okay, thanks for listening to Greed Geeks. We'll see you next week. And the outro. Greed Geeks is a production by No Production Company. It's just me and my friend in a room with a microphone. And this time we have a sticky note on the door so my parents don't come barging in every time we're trying to record. <laughs> today's uh, today's resources was different than Theo I. It's a YouTube channel called Imperial Scribe. He does really good military animated history. Um, th- thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. <laughs>